This episode of IoT Innovation is sponsored by Anritsu. Telecom Careers, the number one global telecom and wireless job board. Telecomcareers.com. And welcome back to IoT Innovation. My guest today is Dan Pollard, who is CEO and founder of My Drug Costs. Dan, welcome and thanks for joining me. So let's start with a little about My Drug Costs and what led you to start the company. Thanks, Chris. Uh, appreciate the time today to join. Um, My Drug Cost is a technology, it's a software company really focused on helping people make better decisions in healthcare. And very specifically, we're looking at decisions around medications and understanding what medications cost and to take cost into consideration. So uh, when I started My Drug Cost, there were a lot of tools that were available to physicians around what uh, you know, information around formularies or maybe some decision support tools and electronic health records. But there wasn't a lot of detailed information about what drugs really cost. And so um, I saw an opportunity to bring a lot of that decision making to the point of care using mobile devices, giving people the information that they need to have real conversations with their doctor around costs. And we find that in healthcare, particularly again around medications, there's a lot of wasted spending because there are often many op options for a particular treatment, so a lot of different choices, and historically drug cost has not been a big consideration. So my drug cost, we also focus this solution. It's not a consumer solution so much as it is an enterprise solution. So we're helping large self-insured employers lower their costs by providing my drug cost as a benefit to their employees. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. When I first started talking with you, Dan, I mean, what was surprising to me was that all of this data was out there already but it really hadn't been um, put together, analyzed, and presented in a way that was really useful to both the consumer and the business, who clearly seem to be paying a lot of money for um, brand drugs without being able to compare. And I think what's interesting to me from an IoT perspective is how contextualizing data will be the next step in IoT for everybody. And so I think we're starting to see that with things like Google Now, Siri, and other voice and activity integration. But what do you see as some of the concerns for all of us regarding how this translates into the medical data that's captured and recorded about all of us? Sure, I think context is really important. And the way I think about that really is, is usability. I mean, in order for people to make better decisions, they have to have instant access to information. If it is not accessible, it's too complex, it takes too long to access, those are all some reasons that people will not use information and interact with that. And so a big part of what we do is bring information into a simple, uh, easy to use form factor, a mobile form factor, and make the information uh, consistent. So a lot of times there are multiple different sources of information that need to come together. And in this case, the context is, the patient's particular individual plan. So uh, an individual needs a, is really concerned about what information is relevant to their plan. And I think to your broader question of healthcare data particularly, um, healthcare is a very fragmented industry and it's very local. And so things are very different depending upon where you are, where do you get care, what kind of care do you get. And, and in the case of prescription drugs, uh, that varies by what prescription drug plan you're on. So um, someone who's paying cash versus someone who's using their insurance uh, can have very different 
uh, costs. And even between different plans, you can have different costs. So um, we find that a lot of physicians, uh, they, they don't have the time to even to get into that kind of context because they're seeing a lot of different patients. So those are some of the reasons why a lot of waste happens is there's not good context to the healthcare information. And uh, you know, bringing it in a mobile form factor is a big part of creating that context and then also making sure it's specific and relevant to the individual's health plan. So, so I guess a question that comes on from that really is the privacy issue. I mean, we, I guess my concern as, as a patient is that my data might be out there and it might be accessible in an anonymized fashion or even through behind some kind of firewall in a, in a personal nature. Um, you know, doesn't that provide some really clear issues with standardization or with inaccurate information being gathered about me? Sure. I mean, you know, identified health information is, is protected and therefore that creates a lot of barriers for um, uh, creating context with that information. So right. uh, on one hand, you want to protect that information to protect privacy, but on the other hand, uh, that information can provide valuable context. So uh, in our case, what we've done is we've really tried to walk the line there where we're not bringing in uh, protected health information, but we're bringing in relevant payment information and context for what uh, uh, particular drugs are going to cost for a patient on a particular plan. Okay. But, but I think that is a broad issue um, that makes healthcare more challenging than many other industries is right. in order to get context, often that information is not available or it's not able to be shared. Right. Understood. And I think also in terms of consumer awareness, I think, you know, there, there's, uh, there was an example we had in a previous interview where, where one of our guests was talking about a, a truck that had overturned and was spilling uh, medical records, uh, actual physical pieces of paper across the highway. Um, you know, clearly there's breaches in security, whether you're talking about paper or electronics. Uh, and I think this kind of concern about, hey, my medical records are floating around, uh, you know, in the cloud somewhere clearly is, is something that, that has got to be educated based on security, encryption, and, and appropriate um, levels of press regarding how this encryption takes place so that we can not only protect it, but make people aware that it's being protected in the first place. So, so I guess coming on from that, one of the questions that uh, concerns me about, about the, um, the My Drug Costs scenario is I'm kind of surprised do you think the medical community really realized that all of this public information is out there already about the cost of drugs, the type of drugs and, and their uh, side effects? Yeah, so a lot of information is available. Let me, there's a couple parts to your question. I think the public information, you know, there's certainly a lot of clinical information and information about side effects. And that's, uh, that's not particularly where we're focused right now. We're really focused on some of the particular costs that are specific to their plan. So the other piece of public information that you'll see, um, there are sites out there that will give you cash prices. So you can look up, see what a drug's gonna cost at your local pharmacy. Now those are really good sites if you're uninsured and you're just paying straight out of pocket. Right. I absolutely recommend you do something like that if you are in that situation. But most people uh, buy prescription drugs through their insurance plan and that's really where, where we focus. So, the general idea of there's public information, um, it, it, a lot of times it doesn't have the right context. Um, you know, but I also think that, that a big part of it is bringing this information together where 
um, it, it's very disjointed. And that's one of the challenges in healthcare is a lot of information doesn't have good semantic interoperability. So, you know, this information over here about drug X is the same as this information over here about, uh, you know, drug X, X, you know, are those really the same drugs or are they not? And so part right. of what we're doing is bringing some of that context and some of the information together to know that these, these are in fact connected and relevant pieces of information. Okay. Okay. All right. That, that, that makes sense. So, so the um, discussion about the claims based data, I guess one of the things I'm interested in as we've been exploring the internet of things over the last few weeks is the data in the cloud that results from all of these remote sensors, whether it's data that's been collected and collated in the way that you're doing it, or whether it's sensors picking up environmental information or, or other things. Uh, I guess what fascinates me is the power that will result from all of this analytics data being processed somewhere and then information being gleaned from that. Um, what do you think, is there, is there enough being done right now with this data? Do you see this same opportunity that I am with, with the industry? Yeah, it's, the, the, the opportunities are amazing. And I think the Internet of Things and really connecting more and more devices, sharing information, streaming data, uh, you know, is certainly where, where the industry is moving. And I think healthcare is no different. I think healthcare traditionally lags a lot of the other industries. Right. But one of the challenges in healthcare that I see is that you really have to also have the business models in place around this information as well. So just take, for example, um, you know, uh, a monitor, a blood pressure monitor. So uh, if you have continuous blood pressure readings and you say, oh, this is great. I have all this extra data. Now, who's reviewing this information? Is the doctor reviewing this information? Mm -hmm. um, are they getting paid for reviewing this? Is this part of the current reimbursement structure? And there's certainly things moving in this direction. But the, the short answer is most of the time, no, they don't get paid for having, you know, reviewing a stream of data today. And then, yeah. you know, there's other pieces too where that data um, has liabilities with it. So let's say someone's blood pressure is going through the roof and you're, uh, quote, reviewing this information or monitoring it. Well, you have some responsibilities about that to say, hey, you better go see someone take yourself in the emergency department. And so I think for a lot of these data streams and, and all of the, the connectivity and bringing all this data together, there's a lot of things that have to happen in the actual business of healthcare, which are some of the more challenging points. And I'd also say that, you know, healthcare is very competitive locally. So a lot of the competitive advantages of many groups are through asymmetries in information where one group will know more about something than another and therefore yeah. they have a competitive advantage. And I think that's very much the case in prescription drugs and what they cost is, um, you know, that's information that is proprietary to uh, pharmacy benefit managers and it's contractually tied in. So a lot of that information is not as free and open as uh, one would like it to be. Um, but those are uh, some of the barriers there are some of the existing business models that are in place so so when we talked about uh, this interview one of the comments you made to me was that you aren't personally that focused on iot as an umbrella uh, and i guess that's interesting because a, a lot of the other guests that we've had on iot is very much front and center in their business or in their in their technology sphere so i, I guess one of the things that that you commented on was this is about old versus new data collection 
and connectivity. And I thought that was an interesting way of looking at IoT, that it's really an extension of the way data used to be connected versus new ways and even more, more intricate ways of connecting it. So, so what do you see as the opportunity for IoT and healthcare in general? Yeah, I, I think that you know, healthcare, as I said, is, tends to be a little bit behind some of the other industries because of some of the complexities and some of the business models in place. Um, but I, I do think that as we start connecting more uh, things into healthcare, dramatic value is created, costs reduced, care improved. Um, but you know, one way to look at it too is that we're trying to connect two very fundamental things. One is the patient and one is the provider. Right. Uh, and other things may be the pharmacy benefit manager or the pharmacy or, you know, uh, there's many different players here today and information that isn't even shared today, you know, given high, uh, you know, bandwidth devices like smartphones or, or, uh, or systems that are in place. And so those are some of the barriers that we're crossing now is just bringing some of this information, um, you know, to someone's smartphones that they can make a decision or how do you help a physician to better understand overall costs, perhaps through data analytics and other ways to help them become more aware of some of their decision-making and be able to make better decisions. So um, I guess I see a lot of the more uh, particulars of, of you know, internet of things type models where you have smart pill bottles or uh, you know, a swallowable pill that is emitting information as it moves through the body. Right. Uh, there are some, some very compelling uh, uh, solutions that are, are coming forward that I do think will change, but I think we have some very foundational problems that we still need to uh, solve and address as well. So talking a little bit about the cost of this IoT landscape, one of the challenges that we see in other industries is that in order to make a decision, a business decision, about investing in IoT, companies have to understand where's the payback, where's the return on investment. Um, what's your view of the medical community and kind of their spend awareness of this kind of medical data? Certainly, when I was in large corporations, I don't believe there was enough focus or enough uh, awareness of, of the amount of residual insurance and the residual cost of, of uh, insuring our employees. Um, is that across the board or, or, or is that an isolated case? I, I think there's, there's a certain level. I mean, certainly any large company is going to be, uh, see healthcare of their employees as, a, as a, one of their largest expenses. So there is uh, concern about that. But I think the, uh, you know, the question really is what are some of the companies doing about it? How much right. are they paying attention to it? Um, or is it like, yeah, someone's managing it for me, so I'm just going to continue to move on and focus in other areas. So we do see that um, this area is, uh, is, is not typically uh, overly well-resourced in terms of how do you, uh, where's the focus on helping people make better decisions. But I do mm -hmm. think that we're, we are, that corporations are moving in a way to improve wellness of their employees, improve some of the decision-making. Um, but some of the challenges though is some of the entrenched players aren't really interested in lowering costs. And, right. and I think that that's where you look at a, uh, you know, an employer there, you know, if we can lower costs for an employer, that's a huge opportunity because right mm -hmm. to the bottom line for an employer, but you know, in the same breath, uh, 
those costs are, for example, a pharmaceutical company's revenue. So, the, you know, those are people spending more money on drugs, people spending more money on healthcare drives a lot of revenue for right. other organizations. And I think that's a, an important part for uh, employers to really think about here is that uh, this is something that they need to own and right. really be involved there as opposed to just handing it off to someone else to manage. Yeah, I think that's the challenge is realizing who's motivated to change this industry and, and save money or change the way the business models work. And, and uh, I think there's some question, obviously the pharmaceutical company's goal is to try and get the uh, return on the investment they've made in developing the, uh, the drug in the first place. So it's, um, you know, it's like slight conflict of interests in that respect of asking them to, uh, manage it's the uh, the fox guarding the hen house as it were um, so so lastly Dan uh, do you have any predictions regarding the medical data market we're seeing books like the patient will see you now uh, getting a pretty broad audience and and try changing the way uh, prescriptions uh, advice support for a patient is received to the extent that you know recent phones the latest Samsung phone that I've just got it has a, um, a heart rate monitor on the back. So if you chose to monitor your heart rate on a regular basis, you can begin to manage your own health care or at least provide more ongoing data uh, to your healthcare partners about how you're doing and what you're doing. Um, how do you think this is going to change the way that we all think about uh, the healthcare industry, not just in the U.S., but around the world? Yeah, I, I think that we are... You know, we're, we're still in front of uh, core disruptive innovation in healthcare. Um, we've been, there's been incremental innovation, um, but I really think that as we are, have to solve these core problems in our society of how much money are we spending on healthcare, um, yeah. it, is, it is radical. We have to really change uh, aspects of not just how we deliver medical care in terms of uh, doing that more cost but, but proactive presumably rather than just reactive which has been the historic okay I've got a problem let me go to my doctor to fix it more a wellness environment yeah and, and I, I think wellness is um, it's, it gets it's very overused but I think it is uh, what a lot of people don't realize is healthcare organizations are really focused on treating sickness right they, and they're very good at that and we have some of the best medical institutions in the world in the United States. But at the same level, if you look at the health of the country and the health decisions that are made, these happen outside of uh, health systems and have a lot of lifestyle choices and are, um, frankly, the, the medical centers aren't really focused on a lot of this. And so right. I think as we, you know, the disruption occurs when patients take back some of that control and say it's not just about getting something fixed it's about how do I create you know have a healthy how do I maximize my health in my lifestyle and, and in all my choices and I think that some of those types of changes which are well beyond some of the established uh, medical uh, industry are really is what's going to change a lot of things for us so I, and I do see the patient as the center of that because at the end right. of the day, the patient is who has everything on the line. Mm -hmm. You know, that cancer center is going to do make more money when you have cancer than, than you know, but you're the one who has cancer and it's your life and it's your health. So I think that it's uh, those kind of changes are fundamental. And 
you know, that's a, I think we play a small part in that to try to help uh, people engage in their own healthcare with an area where they can have an impact, where they can have a conversation around prescription drug costs. It's an out-of-pocket expense. It's something that there's a lot of options with. So it's a way for them to engage in their healthcare. But I, I think them engaging in their healthcare in much broader ways through uh, data, through uh, consolidating information it is, is fundamental, but it still requires you know, expertise in a lot of the medical pieces. So there's still a lot of work to pull it all together, but the patient is a foundational piece to that. Yeah, I totally agree. And so, Dan, uh, let's wrap up. Thank you very much for joining me today as we've talked about uh, my drug costs and the medical profession as it relates to IoT. Uh, Dan, I'd like to thank you as CEO of My Drug Costs for joining me and um, look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thank Thanks you so much, much, Chris. Thank you. IoT Innovation is a production of RCR-TV. To reach Chris Hare or suggest a show topic for IoT Innovation, you can reach Chris at cbh at ntete.com. To find out more about IoT Innovation and all things wireless, visit rcrwireless.com.